Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending college football today, announcing that they've gotten the go-ahead to add helmet communications for teams moving forward. Remember, this was something that was tested out during the bowl season. Some coaches were for it. A lot of coaches, believe it or not, were against it. Uh, worried about you know competitive advantages and things like that. Look, why not make the transition to the NFL smoother. and developing players smoother? Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense to have that. Also, tablets will be allowed on the sideline and at halftime. That was also something that was tested during bowl season. Uh, and a two-minute warning. That's the part that some people aren't excited about. I, I have no problem. I, I have no problem adding a two-minute warning to college football. College football is supposed to, and pretty much is, the NFL's minor leagues. Why wouldn't they have the same rules? Make them catch with two feet, oh, too, while you're at one. it. I don't yeah. understand this idea that your sport is different than our sport. The whole, Not the whole point. They, they have their own league. They want to make their own money. But in the end, it is college athletes to go to be professional athletes for the NFL. You should make the product somewhat similar. There can be small differences, but somewhat similar. I don't see any reason to not have communication stuff. Next up on Watch Training, the Royals in action today for spring training game. Cole Reagans will be on the mound for KC. You can hear that game. At 2 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. So if you want a little afternoon baseball, I think it's supposed to be, what's, how, how high is the temperature supposed to get? 50, 55? Today, today, not great. Tomorrow, it'll be beautiful in Kansas City. Oh, really? Like yeah, tomorrow, se- high 70s Ooh. tomorrow. Uh, today, okay. the Royals taking okay, on okay. the Oakland A's, though, Cody. Taking on the Oakland Athletics. That loser franchise? That's right. Okay. Still not 100% they're going to Vegas. That's still, uh, still some work to be done. Yeah. They're having the Vegas mayor straight up said we don't want them. Yeah, but I told you on that. I told you on that. That's not technically where it's going. Yeah, the stadium is in the strip isn't Las Vegas. The strip is it's yeah, it's its own. It's like the Vatican. It's its own little area. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not actually the mayor. Is that not what I should compare it to? It's like Washington. It's its own municipality. Yes, yes. Uh, Next up on what's trending, the Saints are expected to cut Marcus May as part of an attempt to get their cap situation back on track. It's been a mess. A lot of players have been restructuring. This is a flat-out cut. We know Derek Carr restructured his deal. Saints are in a a terrible division, but their cap situation has been a mess for a while. That was 
a lot of it had to do with when they kept Drew Brees around the final year or two. Yep. They're, they're proving the case that you can't outrun the cap forever. They were so far in the hole and now eventually caught up with it. They're going to have to cut a lot of different players. Saints are going to be worse this year. Like, if you're thinking about who to win the NFC South, I would not bet on that end. Um, just if you're looking at futures bets here in a little bit. Next up on what's training college basketball tomorrow. KU at Baylor, K-State at Cincinnati, and MU will host Ole Miss. UMKC will play on Sunday against oh, Oral Roberts. They were winners last night, That's in right. case you missed it. Yes. They were winners last night. How did you catch the game, by the way? Yeah, so I so the mid mid it was on. Mid- we were tweeting each other because we had we had money on it against each other. Yeah, Midco Sports Plus. I know somebody that actually has Midco, and that's how. Oh, yeah. I had to borrow how about that app? How about that app? staffers email to get it like uh, through the the staff way. That app, uh, it, I mean, it worked. I'll say, it actually, had better audio quality than ESPN Plus did during the KU game against BYU, as in it didn't cut out every five seconds. Not bad. You gotta Midco watch that. Sports Plus. Denver let you down, man. No, I told you the Pioneers. I mean, done with them. Done with them. The Denver Pioneers, never again. Never, never be- betting them no. ever again. No, I was that crowd inside of Hamilton Dead. Gymnasium Auditorium, whatever the hell they call that Senior one. Senior night. Senior night. No energy, no passion. You're no longer a that's supporter. On, that's on coaching. That's terrible. Bruising winners of five in a row. Yeah. As I pointed out to Gold earlier, if you're just looking for some betting options, 6-0 and in their last <laughs> six road games against the spread. They're also 10-1 and against the spread in their last 11. I only bet on Denver just to bet against you. I think we should all bet against Oral Roberts. Bet on. Oh, I bet on Oral Roberts. No, don't bet on Oral Roberts. I'll bet on Oral Roberts. You're going to try to make your money back on Oral Roberts? Uh, I don't want to, but I'm going to for you. You have to sell your car because (laughs) you keep betting against you and Casey. You know? $40 at a time. (laughs) $40 at a time. I hope you get destitute over lose betting against UMKC. Uh, next up on what's trending, Sporting Kansas City won. They have their opener tomorrow night out at, at Children's Mercy Park against Philadelphia Union. As I mentioned, great weather. I decided to go. So I'm going to go uh, tomorrow night, uh, check out some soccer. Looking forward to that. They're also one of eight teams for the MLS in the U.S. Open Cup. That they is what's that, trending. They won that trophy before. Do you think this? You think this is the my alma mater asking me for money? I have a currently I have, my phone is ringing and it seven eight five number and it just says KS University. You think this is? Do they they remember yeah, I still work in radio, right? They say you can donate a little bit. You think you think they're asking me to donate money right now? They want you to come in and speak. That's probably the endowment association. Yeah, they, they also want you. To, they want you to teach, just like me. You think? Yeah. I'll give you guys an update when I get it. I assume education moves Uh, slow, and I won't know anything about my potential teaching opportunity for like two months. I will start donating money to the actual university the minute I'm still not paying my student loans. How about that? Oh, You think because you're actively giving them money every month. I mean, they already got their money a long time ago. I'm still paying for the You're still paying somebody. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Your loan servicer. Do you get stuff in the mail as well? Of course. Yeah. UMKC doesn't say anything. They've They've never asked me for money once. Look, and it's important. If, if you have the means to do it, by all means, oh, it's, sure. it, it's needed. Uh, but, yeah, not happening for me at this point. That's for sure. My support is, you know, supporting the athletic department in some ways at times. I you want to be a booster. You want to be a booster for image and likeness. You can just help out with NIL. You can just help out with NIL. There's some reporting. It says, like, uh, the NIL bubble might burst here in the next mm-hmm. couple of years because there's not endless donor money and there's a little bit of donor fatigue. I bet. Over well, the NIL sure. stuff, it'll regulate. Look, the, the money will still be there. But right now, you know how this works. We're in the first couple of years of the Wild West. So, yeah, of course that would be the case. And that was and the whole NIL thing was a huge story yesterday because all of these idiots like uh, – who's the guy? Who's the guy who ripped you off? Um, what? 
Ripped yeah, me off. I uh, stole your photo from the. Oh, Ravel? Yeah, he was making a huge deal about Caitlin Clark. He's like, she's going to give up hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, she's not, dude. All of her endorsements are national. Like, all, every single one of them. They're national companies that matter. What's funny? That wasn't the university. That was the athletic department asking about tickets for next year. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I want to. I want to go to KU football there and play some games at Arrowhead, and they're they're going to have an Arrowhead only package. And I and I I think at one point in time, Mark, that I was interested. That's why. So that makes more sense. It didn't say athletic department. It just said KU. Nice man. You only got to drive like twenty minutes. Go to some Kansas games. That's true. We'll get back into college football. Then they announced that if they're in the college football playoff and hosting a game, so if they win the Big Twelve this year, Mm -hmm. the college football playoff game in which they would host would would be at Arrowhead. Arrowhead. That seems cool. December twenty first or something like that. Oh, they already put the date out. I guess. That well, the college football playoff has its, sure. its timing on. All right, let's get back to the Chiefs here and how things could play out. Well, not only over the next four days with the tag deadline, and we all know Snead's getting tagged, but sure. ultimately we're 12-ish days away from the start of the league year, from the start of free agency. And I've seen nationally from reporters like Diana Rossini be pretty clear that they're hearing there's optimism that Chris Jones is going to happen as in getting a deal done in Kansas city. Whereas we all know the reporting kind of on the luxurious Sneed side is that the trade's a real thing like that. That's a real sure. thing that, that could happen here. Do you buy this? Because growing optimism doesn't guarantee anything. There's always optimism in long-term negotiations, but it's been like not just Rossini. I mean, there's been three, four nas- respectable national reporters that have said, there is optimism that the Chiefs are going to keep Chris Jones on a new contract. And I, I think that's why we've heard the reporting the way we have on the Legereus Sneed front, because I don't think they're getting the the Sneed trade done until they know Chris Jones is coming back. I Or they shouldn't, at least. I'll tell you, that to me, that's a big mistake. At some point, just saying, oh, we're optimistic about it. I feel like I've been hearing that with Chris Jones. for. There was times last year that that got reported, that they were like, you know what? They're not as far apart as we think, and they're in good good negotiations. Obviously, it fell apart come July or August. But this time of year, they were relatively optimistic about the possibility of retaining Chris Jones long-term, too. They've had 12 full-ass months to get a deal done with him, and it's never happened. Right. So I'll just be honest. That makes me less optimistic in general. Like, if you made me bet right now, and they just gave, like, I'm your bookmaker, and I gave you odds. The favorite for me right now would be neither come back. Because mm. the Sneed, and here's the thing with the Sneed one that's been very clear based on these Chris Jones deals. They've always prioritized Jones. I mean, they straight up didn't negotiate with Sneed pretty much last year because they had to spend all their energy and efforts on Jones. And what are they doing again this time? To say, hey, man, Sneed, we'll tag you. Go shop with some teams. We're dealing with the real player here for a minute. We'll get back to you in a minute. I know it's not that dismissive, but they have made it more than clear. Well, one's on a tighter sneak. timeline. One's on, I mean, let's be honest about it, though, right? I mean, one's on a tighter timeline. Both times, S- I guess, S- technically, last yeah, year, too. You know, I mean, with Sneed, they can tag him, and even if they end up trading him, they have they can tag Sneed, which they have, and up until the draft, even, they can work on a long-term deal, and if they think that's not happening, then they can trade him. I, I, we'll, we'll have clarity on the Sneed situation before the draft. Because they got like 10 days to figure out Chris Jones, right? Before he's just like correct, a free agent. Right, so that, there's more urgency on the Chris Jones front uh, to get it done, and we're going to find out if, if they don't get it done, then it'll turn out to be a bunch of BS, but it sounds like they maybe were closer than we thought in September, even though Chris Jones sat out the Lions game, like maybe yeah. they were a lot closer than we were led to believe. And it just didn't quite happen. And then he sat yeah. out that game. Or maybe, you know, like moods can't change. I'm not pretending like the Chiefs couldn't decide, you know what, Chris, we watched you in the postseason again and, and we value you a little bit more. Chris could just be like, damn, 
that game I missed and being here with the Super Bowl again with you, maybe there is a little more wiggle room. It's just always hard because last year, everything was the same, except for Chris Jones was a year younger. But literally every other facet of this deal was identical. The importance he is to your player, going trying to repeat as a Super Bowl change. Like, there's no facet of it that is generally different. And so it's like, what's going to be the thing that pushes it over the top this time? Who's caving? Who's giving up more on either side? I'm and guessing maybe, the Chiefs, I yeah. still think overall the Chiefs are probably who has to bump up more. I don't know if it's Chris Jones coming down. Bump up more. I mean, the, we talk all the time about the salary cap going up and how exciting that is. If you're Chris Jones, you recognize that. You are so close to reaching free agency and the cap increased more than everybody thought. Like, there's, you know, if you want it, if you want it, if you, I mean, there's a big payday even here, but if you want the biggest payday possible, we know where you get that. And that's where he has to decide and balance. If you just want the biggest bag of cash you can find, that's probably not in Kansas City. That is for a crappier team in free agency. You are right. Diana Rossini, our guy Nate Taylor, and many other national reporters do seem optimistic about the possibility of this getting done. And they're saying that gold versus last year. Remember we were talking about this deal. They didn't have to get it done before free agency hit. The Chiefs have a very limited window to negotiate with Chris Jones before he can talk to somebody else. And unlike Sneed, they didn't just give him the uh, free range for Chris Jones to go flirt with other teams. So I do think that there's a higher level of seriousness with Chris Jones than with LeJarrius Sneed. So I would rank that as the second most likely scenario. That Chris Jones is here and Sneed is not. And then the reverse probably for third, Sneed is here, Jones is not. And then dead last, they're both here. I just, I don't know. Like, I think financially you could make it work. I just don't know why you would. Like, if you're the Chiefs, prioritize the player you're going to prioritize, get young elsewhere, and then you get to decide how to handle your free agency outside of that. Time and time again, Brett Veach in the front office have shown like, okay, they've been able to just when, when people were critical at times or when it seemed like they had a pivot from plan A to plan C, you know, and, and oh my gosh, how, how is this going to turn out? And obviously it's, it's been exceptional. I, I do think if you told me though, that both Snead and Jones were gone, I think that is a massive mistake. I think you have to keep, you, you can tag Snead, no problem with that. You, you can survive. trade Snead, I I'm good. It, I, I don't think you can have Snead and Chris Jones not part of the, the situation. You have to have one of them. Like I, I don't think you trade Snead unless you know you have Chris Jones in your back pocket about to be wrapped up and signed. On I the think there line. is a part of like, you have to keep somebody on defense. Like to this point in the Brett Veach era, who have they kept on defense? They let go of D Ford. And look, that could be for a variety of reasons, but D Ford was a productive NFL player. They let go of Tyron Matthew. They let go of Charvarius Ward. Looks like they're letting go of Willie Gay. Mm-hmm. Have they kept? Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm being, that's a, I'm honest question. Have they kept a single member of their defense on a second contract that wasn't like a one-year deal for Pinnell? You know? Have they kept? Well, Chris Jones. Besides, okay, I'm sorry. Other than Chris Jones, because Chris Jones obviously is the exception here, but like, that's it, right? That's the one player. So Chris Jones. Yeah. He's the exception. I mean, that's why well, I also he's think. Yeah, that's I mean, why I give a third contract. Yeah, I mean, that, that's why we're still talking about, you know, we, we, we know whether it's Brett Veach and or Clark Hunt, they have, I don't know if reluctance the right word, but they certainly haven't been willing to uh, give the top market highest paid at your position unless your name is Patch Mahomes or Travis Kelsey at times. And does Chris Jones fall in that same category category for ownership? I think he might. 
And that's why I think there's maybe growing optimism that they actually get this thing done this go around. I also think it's kind of tough because defensively right now, you have to make a decision this year on those players and everything else. Because I think it is a 95% lock that Karloftis and McDuffie are getting extensions. Like, I think if you're the Chiefs front office right now, both of those guys are signing here, right? Just no doubt. So you know that you're $100 million plus in Karloftis, and you're probably, I mean, God, it's not corners are cheap. Like, I mean, I, I think both of those guys are probably getting paid. So, like, what you do this year kind of impacts next year because both of those guys are getting a contract. It does, but also what's to say that depending on what they draft this year, I mean, the same reason why we're discussing sure. they might be willing to trade Legereus Sneed. Is it because the drafting is working? You, you yeah. know, I mean, so there's, there's a, you're right. There's a couple players on the roster in a year or so from now, they're like, oh, they're going to have to pay him. He's a great player. Well, that might be their next case where they say, oh, he's another, another, another player based on the position and everything that, well, he might be the guy we flip next go around. I think we're going to see that happen more. I mean, this is the... It's the good and the bad, right? I mean, you're you're winning you're winning championships. You're clearly drafting well. You got a ton of talent. You can't keep everybody. The question is, you know, the tricky part: trading the right player and at the Keeping right time. The right and, and yeah, I mean, that's the whole evaluation process. And you do it based off of what you think you can accomplish, based off of this year's free agent class and the draft. I mean, not just because this offseason they're willing to, to trade Legarius Sneed. If you told me there was a whole different circumstance based off of what the free agent class looked like or what the draft looked like, that might alter their thinking. They're, it sure seems every sign is pointing more so or more toward them trading Snead. And if you believe a lot of reports uh, that they are you know, growing, there's a lot of optimism that they're going to get a deal done with Chris Jones. But someone says they could just have Snead play on the tag. I thought that like two months ago as well. Yeah, I did. I, I think that seems unlikely right now that they've kind of already said, we're willing to work on a long-term deal if not... Sneed we'll even seems like, hey, we're we're willing to to work out a trade somewhere. Yeah, I think you'll know before the draft whether or not. I just don't think it's going to be just tag and play. Their cap that would eat up a huge chunk of their cap space, and they just did that last year. And look, they still won the Super Bowl. But if you ever look back last year and you're like, if if you're talking about like learning a lesson, the fact that Chris Jones got tagged and played under the tag the entire time is why their wide receivers stunk. It had a direct relation. They had other plans in free agency. They wanted to bring in more players, but they couldn't because Chris Jones ate up so much of the cap that those things just were not viable. We continue to hear your thoughts on the stadium deals for the Chiefs and the Royals. I don't have to keep saying this. Yes, both parties are involved. This is not just John Sherman's request. <laughs> yeah, for there's, there's some uh, that would make it think that it's just a Royals vote. It is not. Um. But honestly, last night was another example of why what you and I had said is how I still feel. Got some fresh uh, renderings, if you will, for the Tennessee Titans stadium. And more importantly, they broke ground on some of the renderings we already saw, including the world's largest rooftop bar, although it's kind of covered. So it's not I mean, technically it is a, on rooftop. a rooftop. I think rooftop bar. I think it's sunny. Uh-huh. Gold and I are sitting outside in the sun. Drinking I love, a beer. love Nashville. Rooftop bars all over Broadway yeah. Street there. But. Fine, we'll give them that, at least on that end. That stadium looks incredible. And I understand that it is more than double. It's about two and a half times Mm -hmm. the price of what they're getting. But look at what they're getting for it. It's beautiful. That's the problem is that I I love Arrowhead and I love the history behind it and all of that. But the more I continue to look at the stadium and why I'm like, I didn't want a renovation. I just wanted a new stadium gold is. How many historic stadiums are there in the NFL? And then you can talk about the Titans. How many historic stadiums are there in the NFL? And Arrowhead, two. Soldier Field, and they hate it. Chicago wants out of that. So, okay. So, let's just eliminate that one. You want to be one of two? It's just not the way the NFL goes, man. I was watching that Titans one, and I'm like, nah, give me that. 
<laughs> Sorry, yeah, and, I, and clearly the price tag is way, way, way different. But, th- you know, for those yeah. that weren't wowed by the renovation, which is most people, I, I mean, I, I didn't claim I was wowed by the renovation either. I just, I guess, understood it was, you know, renovation. Like, the, the, the Titan stuff is wow because it's br- it's $2.1 billion. It's shiny. brand new. It's shiny. It's different and, and all that. Uh, and also, Nissan Stadium is is truly a dump. You, like I've tru- never been to it, but you I've said I told it you that like a couple years ago. Even like it, it's just, I was there for the draft. Uh, is it the 20- worst team you've ever been to? Mine was the Met, the old Metro. Uh, so I never made it out to the old O.Dot Co Coliseum. I think that was probably one of the worst stadiums that existed uh, up until the Raiders moved out of Vegas. Um, the worst one I personally been to is the old Metrodome before they. But Nissan it. Stadium, yes, it just it's it's a dump, and so that's why the Titans are getting a new stadium, and it needed to be done. Um, and they're going to have it right on the river. Like it's a really cool site that, uh, that the Tennessee Titans are going to have, I think in the 2027 season, it's supposed to be ready to go. But yeah, that's the trade-off. I mean, they're renovating versus brand new. If, if you want brand new, I mean, that, that is either 25 years from now, or if this thing were to not pass in April, then all bets are off and everything becomes an option again in different counties and cities, maybe for that matter are going to uh, potentially offer other packages towards the Chiefs and or Royals. Do you, do you buy into the notion that the Chiefs are doing this to buy 25 more years in Jackson County, and then they are in no way committed to Jackson County after that, and they'll just go take whichever municipality will give them the most money for their shiny new building, that this is a stopgap? Because that's that's really where the problem like, well, I think some of it's the to family Jackson County uh, and just put the brand uh, new stadium th- right there and let me have it. I think it's a couple things. One I don't know if the county could get two new stadiums at the exact same time again. We know the Royals are building a brand new stadium. I don't know if the county would, in the state, for the financial means that they're going to need, would do two brand new stadiums at the same time. So, like, you know, you got a $1.7 billion and then do it, what, another football stadium that's $2 billion? I don't know if that's realistic at the same time for the county slash state to come up with. So that's part of it for me, at least. I just the other part is what you're saying. I also think the Hunt family, and you know, we've talked about this multiple times in the past. That you know, does he want you know pass whenever he passes it down to his son or whoever yeah. would be in charge Little twenty bowler. you know whatever twenty five years from now, uh, is it easier for them to make Crazy. the decision to leave Jackson County at that point in time? Maybe, Maybe so. someone said twenty five um, years is a long time. It is so a like, very long time. So yeah. I can just be and look. You and I have talked about this before because people were talking about like this the airport and the stadiums are like. 1970, that was a long time ago. These stadiums are old. 50 years is a long time. But I've told you always that one of the problem with these stadiums is that they were stuck in no man's land. Like they were truthfully stuck in the middle of nowhere. Historic baseball stadiums are not 50 years old, man. Historic baseball stadiums are 90, 100, 110 years old. Historic football stadiums are not 50 years old. There's one, it's Lambeau, and it's older than yours. But they also... I think that they just come to accept because Lambo and like, I'll be honest, Green Bay is a very unique situation. So trying to be that is tough. Trying to build title town, all those things. Yeah, it was tough. great. It was awesome because it's in this tiny little area. It's in the city. The stadium just, I mean, there's like a house right next door. Mm-hmm. People rent out these houses, man. And they become party houses just right across the street. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And I, I understand why they were having a hard time um, sorting through that. God, I just, I can't help but see those renderings and wish for that instead. Uh, it's fine. If you, like, renovation's what you decided on. A month on. from tomorrow, man. It's oh. not the reason why I wouldn't vote yes or no, the fact that they chose renovation. It's just looking at those renderings, is like, I wanted option B. Yeah. Um, a month from tomorrow is uh, is the vote in Jackson County. I know early voting is already underway, but election day is is about a month away. Uh, in Jackson County, question one, and, you know, that that 
that vote, I think one way or there, we already we looked it up yesterday. When when the last renovations passed, it was what, 53, 47 or something like that? Yeah, 53 and a half. Okay. Is what right. they got for the yes. And it might even be closer than that this go around if it if it passes. And you know, if it doesn't pass, does that mean that they're leaving Kansas City? No. Does it mean they're leaving Jackson County? That's a very, good, a very good chance that that's what that means. Better chance of that. Yeah. Again, they might try to separate each other and do their own thing and go about it differently. But. Yeah, there's a chance you could have one team on Kansas side, one team stays on the Missouri side. That's I could see another real. team taking a swing at Jackson County. That's what I mean. By, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, one, one of them decides yeah. to stay and one has a better offer, let's say in Kansas, Wyandotte County, or whatever it may be. That'd be a fascinating vote in a month. It will be. Yeah, we'll be we'll be curious to see how things continue to go more messaging wise for both uh, both sides of the the issue uh, as we get closer to election day. Up next, though, we'll get to the random question of the day, and one big reason Cody doesn't fear the rest of the division. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back here on Cody and Gold. Coming up in a half hour, Club 610 on a Friday. We'll have Scott Reese, sports director of KCTV5, stopping by. I do want to pass this along, though. A little bit of news you guys might have remembered a year or so ago. Uh, there was the story out of Iowa with Iowa State players in particular and some uh, gambling allegations, and they were not allowed to play football at Iowa yeah. State. Uh, the state of Iowa, just within the last 15 minutes or so, has dismissed all charges with prejudice against Iowa State athletes in the sports gambling investigation. Uh, and so think about it. I mean, there, you, you had athlete seasons that were taken away from them. I don't know if there'll be a lawsuit or something coming very soon, but – uh, that's a, that's a significant development. There were multiple student athletes that were uh, accused of that, and then now the charge has been dropped. But meanwhile, they weren't allowed to play football. They lost a year of eligibility and whatever else. That sucks. I mean, and again, I don't know the – was it just because they didn't have enough evidence or did it turn out that they were being falsely accused of this? Obviously, when the charges are dis- dismissed, I am to presume your innocence, especially because you didn't even go through – a trial process, but that sucks for them if they just lost college eligibility and had their Says names. newly discovered evidence. The state wow. no longer believes further prosecution. This matter is in the interest of justice. Wow. Okay. So innocent. Got it. Um, that sucks. 
God, that's tough. I mean, I assume I would sue the NCAA if they held me back from playing college football, knowing I didn't do it. Um, that would be a tough one to swallow. Yeah, there'll be there'll be some some lawsuit or something happening. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, again, I I don't know how you could be. I mean, at this point, don't be surprised if that's the case. And it, and that you know, like we talk about this all the time, there'll always be people who do things they shouldn't do as it comes to wagering, and there will always be questionable behavior that exists around it. But that's going to happen. <laughs> like in the, it's a smaller percentage of the people than the rest of us that are just doing it under the normal means. I guess if that makes sense. Coming up uh, in about eight minutes or so, we'll get to the random question of the day. Let's talk some more Chiefs football, though. We mentioned Snead and, and Chris Jones, and we know the combine's going on right now in Indianapolis. And if you're a team like just about everybody in the division, other than the Chargers, <laughs> you're looking for a quarterback, as in the Broncos and Raiders are looking for Correct. a quarterback. So the combine's a bigger deal to them than it is, I think, for Chiefs fans and how we perceive it. Like, if you're a Raiders fan, you're like locked in. Like, are we drafting Pennix? Are we drafting J.G. McCarthy? Whatever it may be. And, and that's why it's kind of interesting to think about the AFC West heading into next season. Yeah, Harbaugh's in the division now. Uh, Antonio Pierce is, is a head, full-time head coach now. Uh, but other than one other team, they don't, have, they don't have a single starting quarterback. No, and they're not going to get one. Like, I understand that it's not a 0% chance. Uh, you know, the Chargers did it a couple of years ago, right? They've got a nice quarterback in Justin Herbert, one of the more talented guys in the league, although at some point if, if he's just never going to be successful – we have to have a different conversation. But overall, the success rate at quarterback, even if you're just taking him in the first two rounds, means that neither of these teams are going to matter for at least another five years. The division is, at best, at best, a two-horse race for at least five years probably at this point. They're not going to get it right. Look at last year's draft. How many are you sure they got right? C.J. Stroud? We'll wow. see on Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I mean, we'll I, see on Bryce Young. But that's not five years. I mean, I, no, I know. But hold on, I'll go go. Year before that, over zero hits. Yeah, goose egg. Pickett, Ritter, Malik Willis, doesn't matter. Worthless. Year before that was a hell of a year. Now look, I'll say the the hit rate that year was way above Jordan Love, Hurts, Herbert, Tua, yeah. Burrow. How it's often are you going to get the game? Yeah. The year before yeah. that, one. The year before that, one it was our two. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. You know, it's just... The well, of course, it's hard to find your own quarterback. I mean, we, I mean, the Chiefs didn't draft him for a while, but in general, we all... I mean, Kansas City can speak to this now. It seems silly because we've got the best quarterback in football, but obviously it's very difficult to find your long-term franchise quarterback, that that dude, that special player. I mean, Chicago, who has the number one overall pick, thought they had that guy in Justin Fields, and he's not terrible, but he's not, in our opinion, that guy. And that's why yes. they're going to... They should, and I think they will, draft Caleb Williams because it looks like he might be one of those really, really special players. So I, I hear you that, look, the Raiders make plenty of bad decisions anyway. The Denver Broncos have made plenty of bad decisions. The Chargers have. I think they did make a good coaching hire this go-around at least, so we shall see. So if your point is that, look, the Raiders and Broncos are irrelevant until they have a quarterback, I would obviously agree with you. I'll push back and like, I'm I don't know. They won't does it have to take it's five years? Yeah, I mean, I just... like They're going to screw it up. History would say anytime... I'm more likely to be right, yes. Yeah, I mean, like any... I mean. Any, any team that has to find their franchise quarterback, it's very difficult to do. I don't think you can definitively say, like, oh, it's going to take five years. I mean, if, if the Broncos draft Michael Penix, there's nothing right this second saying he can't be that guy either. No, Because if he like, is, then they're not waiting five years. They got a one in ten shot, maybe. One in ten shot of getting a quarterback of the caliber to actually compete anywhere near the top of this division. Yeah, They got about a three in ten shot of drafting a guy that's like Derek Carr, right? Just like an acceptable NFL starter 
and then they got uh, like a five and ten shot of it just bust. Sure, terrible, bad at football. That's why I feel so good about it. It's like any time the team opposite you isn't trying to just look for anything. Like they they've got almost as good of a shot to find a quarterback who stinks than to just find what they already had in what is a qualified starter. Yeah, they don't have right? the num- they don't have the number one overall pick. If the Raiders or Broncos had the number one pick and were drafting Caleb Williams, I think you're obviously not saying what you're saying. And the difference is. The one guy that seems like maybe, at least on paper, yeah. heading in, like the sure thing, although there's no such thing really as one. No. Um, that seems like that's Williams, and the Broncos and, and Raiders are not in a position to draft him. I'm just going back through, like, the Chiefs history is part of this. Now, they just straight up didn't take quarterbacks high enough sure. to even matter. They were making the mistake Brody of Croyle and yeah. like, taking people in the third or round or later. It's a waste of time. I mean, you're just, I mean, not waste of time. You might still get Purdy or. There's Purdy, always like, exceptions. You're just, hey. you're talking about the it's majority. It's mostly a waste of time, okay? Yeah. 90%, 95, 99.9, doesn't matter. Whatever the number is, the odds of you actually fight, don't never take quarterback at that level. But if you're doing it, you might as well do it the way they did it with like Robert Griffin III. If there's a guy you like in the fifth, take him. But he better not be your primary plan. You better just hope you took Trey Lance and then you also took Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was not your primary plan. It just turned out you got lucky and smart. You were trying to do the smart thing by taking a quarterback in the top 10. Do you think that this draft is going to go quarterback, 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 one, two, three, four? I think it's a decent shot. The way people are already talking about J.J. McCarthy going higher. I think it's obvious one, two is going quarterback, quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if three, four jump up too, I guess. I think one, two, three, very realistically, either because a team at three that doesn't want one, you know, need in their mind view that they can get one later. Maybe there's someone that they trade back, but the team that trades up with them probably is trying to go get their quarterback. Maybe out of the four, one of them's not. I I think three out of the first four picks being a quarterback, it's very real. It would be... Probably the I mean, favorite. One, one, two, I think is just a, a lock. It's Washington gonna be, has to take one. Yeah, it's going to be Caleb Williams or it's going to be Jaden Daniels or Drake May. Like, that's the question at two. Caleb Williams is going to go number one overall. I don't care. Like, he's going number one. And the question is, who's going to? And that is the debate right now. Jaden Daniels, do the commanders love Jaden Daniels or do they love Drake May? Or do they shock us all and they love J.J. McCarthy, which go right ahead. That would be very Washington, wouldn't it? All these guys, all these super talented guys, and they're like, we want J.J. McCarthy. You're like, okay, well, good luck with that, I guess. I would not want that if I was the Chiefs. Go ahead and take Daniels, get him out. Yeah, I want the best quarterbacks the going to the NFC. Course, Absolutely. Correct. What we think are the best, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Because I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. I'm going to say, like, this is what's fun about it, and this is why the offseason's great in the draft. Like, there, there's sometimes you can you, – most people have the consensus opinion, but there's plenty sure. of times where the guy that was drafted fourth ends up being the better. I mean, heck, even at Mahomes, the Chiefs traded up for him, but – not even to the level where he's at now, but even just saying like he would be a, you know, an MVP candidate quarterback. Nobody thought that of Mahomes, you know, heading into the draft process. Like this time back in 2017, people weren't saying, oh, he might be an MVP quarterback. By Everybody the time was. The draft hit, people thought he started to move. Up, he started yeah. to move up, but not around the not before the combine or while the combine was taking place. The Chiefs clearly did, but not the, the outside noise. This is also well, and I think Sean Payton's always claimed he has. This is always yeah. what made last season so great for the division is the second best. I, I hate a little bit that the, the Chargers are going to get to pick in the top five, and I pray that they don't get, like, Brock Bowers, Bowers man, I'm telling you, I think that would be a smart pick. Or them. Marvin Harrison Jr. because it went quarterback, 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 quarterback. That's petrifying to me. Not petrifying. I hate it a little. But that's what's so funny about Denver and, and the Raiders. They're in no man's land. They're they're up the creek with no paddle. They have They don't have a lot of options to get themselves out of this problem. And they're still picking 12 or 13. So they're still going to have to either 
give up even more of their assets. And I want you to think about how many of the assets Denver has already given up over the last couple of years just to get Russell Wilson in the building. So to give up even more of their assets to trade up, or they are, as you know, with each pick that goes by in the first round, there is a slightly smaller percentage chance that, that quarterback will work. You got a better shot. I mean, just look at the quarterbacks who succeed in this league more often than not. What is it? What do you think? 65% of the time? They're taken in the top 10. The best quarterbacks are taken early. Trevor Lawrence's starter, Tua, taken in the top 10. Patrick Mahomes taken in the top 10. Like, I mean, we could go through every start in the league. How many do you think would be taken in the top 10? Most? Herbert, he was taken in the top 10, right? He was at like seven or eight? He was five, I think, wasn't he? Five, okay. I mean, all, all of them. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. All, all of them. Ian I, Fields is the current starter. Kyler Murray. The for, one, number one, number one. The guy I think who's, who's out of the, who's off the radar, I guess, who I wouldn't, if I were the Chiefs, take in as Bo Nix. I think he's going to be better than Penix. I think he'll be better than McCarthy. Hmm. Oh, Bo Nix. Huh? Uh, I know he's older, and that's the knock I against him, that. I guess. But but he's Bo Nix to Denver. Really I don't know why that does seem like you could see that. That's a Sean Payton guy. He plays quarterback the way Sean Payton likes quarterback. Yeah, him meshing that. with him. I, I just wonder if that would be a a better selection for the Broncos because Sean Payton is evaluating it and not whoever. Look, he's not he's not Brandon Whedon, which never made any no. sense how he ended up as a first-round Whedon quarterback. He was like 29. Dude, he was like that he was, was practically an AARP member. I'll never understand what the hell they were thinking there. But age is not – it shouldn't not be a factor when you're no, talking right, about yeah. quarterbacks in the first round. Part of it just from, like, the runway of the age you get them in the career. Like, look at the Chiefs versus Cincinnati. I'm not doing this to pick on you, Drew. No, yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are, like, seven months apart in age. They're practically the same age. Patrick Mahomes, by the time Joe Burrow got in the league, Patrick Mahomes had already been to an AFC title game, won an MVP, and won a Super Bowl yeah. before Burrow even got to the league. You just get runway. You get more time with them, more time overall with them. You hate for the first contract for you to be giving Bo Nix. He's damn near 30. That that is a that is a tough position to be in. His extension kicks him when he's 30. He'll be a lot like Joe Ugh. Burrow. He's he's gonna be about 28 yeah. or so, because he's 24 right now. How long did he turn 24? I don't know, but I looked it up a just a turned month 24, or two ago. I see. February. Okay. February 25th. So yeah, I mean like a week ago. Him and Joe Burrow are about exactly the same in terms of age when they got into the league. So the, their career trajectories from a contract standpoint and when you'd have to pay him are similar. I've decided it's not going to work out, though, for Bo Nix because he, he was born in a ridiculous town name. <laughs> okay. Arkadelphia, Arkansas. Oh, is this, this, this is uh, your take that <laughs> explain, like, they can't wear backwards This is like Colin Coward. So wait, wait <laughs> yeah. you're telling me, so you're going to look this up. So if you're, if you were born, if you're a quarterback born in a weird city name, you can't, can't be successful. Do you have background? Arkadella, Arkadelphia back- is a ridiculous name. Do you have um, like some backup? On this, you know what? Let's look up. Uh, let's look. Up, uh, give me, give me. Let's uh, let's look up. Uh, what's a bad quarterback who was drafted recently? Oh, recently, or just Mac a, Jones. Like, Jamarcus Russell was born in Mobile, Alabama. That one doesn't fit your. That theory. one doesn't. It's a, maybe a recent theory. Which one did you just say? Um, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. There you go. Where was he born? Where I don't, think, born, I don't right? think this is checking out for you, man. I don't uh, think Mac Jones. Either. Jacksonville. That's a ridiculous place. Justin Fields. Kennesaw, Georgia, Cody. I mean, it's just not. It's not gonna. Uh, yeah. and Phil, no. It's still out on him, you know. Oh, okay. And none of those are as ridiculous. Arkadelphia. Well, I would agree. It's gotta but, be. Yeah. It's gotta be like. Right. You know, come on. But I don't know if there's an example you can give me. Um, <laughs> uh, trying to think about whichever quarterbacks. I need one more example. Of I don't a bad know. If you, I don't think you can give me one. Born in a stupid city. Um, who was that? I mean, what was that? The draft with Mac Jones when like every quarterback failed. What name me one other quarterback? Where's in that Trey draft? Lance from? 
Oh, yeah, there we go. Trey Lance. It's California or something, right? No, Marshall, Minnesota. That's a pretty normal sounding name. It's pretty stereo, pretty normal. As Jake well. Cutler at Text Line says it's from Santa Claus, Indiana. I know exactly oh. where that is. That's why he was never going to win anything. Santa Claus, Indiana. Wait, we, went from, from? we went from Cody saying, give me someone recent to now Jake Cutler. <laughs> well, somebody in the text line said it. So I was like, no, I, I, know point. I know where that is. Isn't Brett Farr from some weird town? Gulfport, Mississippi. That's, that's not, not that weird. weird. That's, no, not, that's not, not weird at all. Again, not Orcadelphia. That's that's just a silly name. Like, I don't think your theory's going to hold up, man. It's just specific to him, not everybody. I don't think it's going to hold up. I'm calling it now. Bo Nix, he stinks. Come back so? and play this audio because of the Arkadelphia comment. He's done. It's over. Just because okay. he's from Arkadelphia. Just because of that part. Not just because he that. just doesn't have any other. Not because he's the fifth-rated quarterback mm-hmm. in this class. Is that where he is? Probably. Uh, right now, yes. There's some mocks that have him going in this. In, like, fifth-rated by who? Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yes. I just meant like general consensus. I don't mean by you or me. Just general. Him consensus. and Michael That's Penix all. and JJ McCarthy are in the same breath, but okay. you can put him in different. Random question. Yeah, different categories. That makes sense. For you, Gold. For you, Drew. Over in the text line, 913-586-7610. Oh, I, think, I think the text line's been waiting for this all day. Yeah, they pretty much just automatically declared me. If you're not familiar with like Reddit or some of the other social media platforms, a common question asking form is A-I-T-A. Am I the a-hole? In which you describe a situation and then you allow others to tell you whether or not you're the jerk in this situation. I am going to present a problem that came up specifically for me. Oh, the fact that you're asking the question is already not a good start for you. It I already leans yes. It, it already leans yes. Just judge me fairly. Just, just judge me fairly based on the situation. Okay. I'm in line at Chick-fil-A. Gonna get some breakfast. Drive through? Yeah, drive through. A little bit busier. You know, this one right over by the office. A little mm-hmm. bit busier. Mm. Few extra cars, but whatever. We're doing our normal ordering system. It's a two-window setup. Mm-hmm. Um, I order my food, I pull ahead. Car behind me, I guess in this situation, orders their food, they pull ahead. We're getting to the merge point of the food ordering system. And it's obvious. Everyone knows I have gone first. Everyone knows. This gentleman is making it very difficult to get in. He's in this big jacked up truck. Mm. We're not, you know, he's making weird faces. He's making it kind of. Oh, you guys are making like. He's making like, I feel like he seems like he would like to go in. You guys are making eye contact. A little. Okay. So I eventually do take my place in line. I, I work my way in. Not the question about why I'm a jerk. I was in the right. It was my turn. Mm -hmm. We're trying to keep it easier for the employees. What happened next is the question I need to know. So he's behind me. I pull up to the window. I said, she's like, is this your order? I said, yep, that's what I got. She goes, okay. Um, I I hand her my card. She said, oh, no, the person in front of you paid for it. I was like, wow, that's really nice. She said, do you want to pay for the person behind you? I said, no. And then I drove off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so am I, am I the a-hole here? No. That guy was uh, no, making my not. life so I, I don't know him any food. So I don't, well, it has nothing to do with that. I Do you usually subscribe to that where it's like, I usually like, at Star, like if you're at Starbucks or whatever and someone buys your, you know, buys the, the coffee or whatever. And the, I, I do think you keep the chain going. Um, Chick-fil-A though, that's not a place where I'm normally doing that though. Well, that and the, the person asked you if you wanted to do it. It's, she was putting pressure or they were putting pressure on you. With all due respect, I mean, she just wants to know if the chain wanted to keep moving. I said, "No, I'm good. That's fine." Yeah. Had that I, guy not been a jerk, I'm telling you right now, I probably just pay for it. What do I care? So I said, I, you know, I was going to pay for my meal anyway. I mean, you're, I mean doesn't you, really make a difference. Odds are, I'm not paying more than I was going to pay. It was one guy in that car. I I figure in this scenario, one, you don't have to keep the chain going at it when it's in this at a Chick Fil A versus just a cup of coffee or something. But also, 
do you think he's thinking about this situation as much as you are? It actually sounds very minor, like the, the interaction of the merge thing. I don't. Yeah, you said you thought nah, he was making it difficult. The man. fact that you said you made eye contact—that was your mistake. As you looked at them, you, you shouldn't even. You should just keep your head straight. And I appreciate the "I think you should leave" reference in there. By the way, it's very yes. good. Um, no, I look. The guy was making it like unnecessarily challenging. They were trying to inch forward. Uh, yeah, you know, like I was to... annoyed with them by the time we finally. Get, I'm like, what are you doing here? Can I just like. We obviously understand it's just an every other order system here. It was very right. obvious I was ahead and of you. It's all, not like a mystery. Everybody's been in a drive-thru before where someone does screw it up and you move on. It's an extra five seconds. Like I've, I've been in the line at Chick-fil-A where the person in front of me, clearly they asked him, cause you, you know, they asked your name, right? So they're like, oh, is this order for Alex? Like I had my window and I could tell they, they, my order they were trying to hand to someone else because that person didn't merge properly in the line. Big deal. Yeah, it a, happens. An extra 60 seconds. Yeah, but no, big quick. deal for that guy. Why? Why are they in such a hurry? You might be oh, thinking, about but they may not have been more, done. They may but, not even have done it on purpose. They were too busy on their damn phone, and they. You think they were being an a hole? Maybe they just were on their phone and not paying attention, which is also a problem. Fine, vibes of the You're person, right. vibes of the vehicle. I think this was an intentional moment. You think they knew you? And now I made an intentional decision not to pay for this man's food. So I feel like you're totally fine. Oh, a little mock draft sounder. This is now the second one for me. You said there was one last week, Cole? Yeah, one last Friday. We, we brought back the sounder last Friday. It's not the first Wednesday of the month. It is the first Friday, though. We are going to go to a different spot, though. I think we did uh, CBS Sports last time. Uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. I don't know if you saw Mel's recent mock that he came out with a, a day or two Mel ago. Mel Kuyper. Um, Still doing it, man. Grinding. Oh, yeah. Grinding tape. Uh <laughs> Number one, he's got Caleb Williams going. He does have Jaden Daniels going number two to Washington. That seems to be more popular. And by the Drake day. May three. Then we break off the uh, off the quarterbacks. Cody there at four, uh, where the Cardinals take Marvin Harrison Jr. For the Chargers, they obviously select fifth. J.C. Latham, the tackle from Alabama, is who uh, Kuyper's got the Chargers taking. What about the Chiefs, man? What about uh, the Chiefs? Well, I'll give you the I'll give you the Chiefs. I was going to give you the division first, to, just to right. for for dramatic effect. A lot of quarterbacks. You boy J.J. McCarthy to the Broncos. <laughs> so you like Mel Kuyper's mock already, I think. Okay. The Raiders taking Byron Murphy, the second tackle out of Texas. Um, didn't necessarily have a, have a great combine drill, yet, drill session yesterday, but then, again, that doesn't necessarily matter. The Chiefs, wide receiver from Texas. God, this one just keeps Xavier coming out. Xavier Worthy. worthy. Hmm. And uh, to, if you don't mind, I'll give the description as well that Mel sure. said. Uh, the Chiefs had major issues at wide receiver. The word I've used to describe Worthy is electrifying because he has amazing movement skills and space. He can score from any spot on the field, 26 touchdowns in three years at Texas. The one problem, he says, with this fit, though, is that Worthy had a share of drops in 2022. He cut those in half last season. Um, he said Worthy showed last year he has passed the issue of drops uh, and obviously had a sensational career at Texas. Uh, one big thing I really like about this is he's 20. Like, I always think about this from if you get this right, especially in a first-round pick, and if you get a first-round pick right, Gold, you're going to give them an extension. It's a lock, right? You get it right, first-round pick's going to get a second deal. Be 25 when he got a second deal? You can give him a whole large second contract, still hit him before he's 30. I mean, I like I like that end. Not just, I mean, the performance stuff and all that. Yeah, sure. But there's... There's no shortage of six foot one. Yeah. Two or, you know, I guess he's kind of skinny. He's a buck so, 70 or so. So like there's no shortage of like six foot, 185 pound wide receivers who run four, four, Devontae Smith draft. type of guy. Pretty much all lean. A lot quick. of the comps though, it's, I, I think it's kind of interesting because over the last 
month or so, and, and even during the trade deadline, heck, we were talking with Sean Barber about this. Darnell Mooney's name has come up, you know, out of Chicago, and like, oh, he'd maybe be a good fit in Kansas City. Well, guess where some of the comps have Xavier Worthy? Mm. Darnell Mooney. That's like literally on NFL's, uh, I think it's Daniel Jeremiah who, it's who does that. how he's been mentioned um, for the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Darnell Mooney is the the NFL comp. It's actually Lance Sirline that, that did the article on, on uh, Xavier Worthy, but his comp is Darnell Mooney, which is a name, and people are like, man, he'd be a great fit here. So you can kind of see maybe a potential connection with that if they if you can get the guy on a, on a rookie deal that would fit that. The biggest weakness they list uh, for him, other than the drops that Drew pointed out, fails to adjust his speed to ball placement consistently enough. So another Again, guy that can't track, the, right, can't track the ball in the air very well. Yeah. He's going to fit right yeah. in with this squad. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is single-handed, like, Drops and unable to track the deep ball is like the story of the Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver unit. Yeah. At the same time, though, it, it mentions he has bend and agility, Cody. Oh, bend. Mm. That's Run important. post corner and Great rip routes. Mm. Deep speed requires additional defensive attention. Oh, yeah. And, and the fact, too, I think it, it does, I think, signify that he could be even better because the wide receiver core Texas was really good. He had a really good season last year. AD Mitchell was also there could go in the first round as well. So the fact that he was, it wasn't like he was the guy he was in a room and was still as productive as he was could be a good thing. If you want more draft uh, coverage, don't forget to check out the character concerns podcast with Bink and Chris, a lot of draft content coming up uh, for them every Tuesday. They have a new episode and the, uh, Character Concerns podcast will air on 610 Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. starting next Saturday. Not tomorrow. Next Saturday, you'll start hearing that. You can, of course, follow, subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. That's the Character Concerns podcast with Bink and Chris. They do a great job. They've been locked in for months. We're all just now kind of focusing in. They've been focused in for months. So Now they're getting the combine we'll, stuff to we'll get Bink, through. We'll get Bink and Chris on the show as we get a little bit closer to uh, to the draft. But check out their character concerns podcast up next. We get to the one o'clock hour here on a Friday. That means it's club Six Ten. We bring that back. Scott Reese, sports director at KCTV five joins us. We'll get his thoughts on the stadium conversation about a month away from that ballot measure. And where does he stand on the Royals right now? Just on the field with what they have on that pitching staff. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.